Patrick Davidson, recently winning the South African Nationals 2022 Aerobatic Championship in Plains, and that took a few place a few days ago at Wings Park. Patrick, thanks so much for joining us. Good morning. Thanks for having me. So, Patrick, that's a very different kind of sport to decide to take up, which is flying in planes and a diversity of planes in various different uh, spaces, places, and opportunities. How did you get into that? Yeah, it is quite uh, quite a strange one, but uh, nonetheless, it, it was uh, deeply enrooted in my family. My my dad was an aerobatic pilot, and uh, yeah, I sort of grew up on the airfield, so that's uh, that's where I sort of you know learned to to operate around the airplanes, and then obviously flying in the airplanes and seeing what they do, and yeah. I just found a massive love for it, and I found myself uh, doing it and showing it now to my kids. So, so how old were you when you got your flying license? So you can legally only get it at 17, but you know I can pretty much say I, I've been in airplanes or around airplanes for as long as I can remember. Now, you know, I know that you hail from Gamecha, Port Elizabeth, and of course we know that as the Windy City. And I was just wondering, would this have had some kind of impact on how you fly, uh, the kind of, of flights that you can take as as um, as a pilot and in those small planes as well? Yeah, to a certain degree. Uh, in my opinion, the wind actually makes things a little bit easier because it slows everything down. It gives you flow over the, the controls of the aircraft as well. Yeah. But it's quite cool because when you go to a competition and the, the conditions get a little bit uh, upset, you know, the Joburg and sort of middle South African boys aren't used to it. So we have an <laughs> upper hand there. So, so, Patrick, talk to us about some of the planes that you are flying. I mean, as I mentioned, I have had the opportunity to fly in the biplane bi with those bi-wings, and perhaps you could explain a bit better for our listeners, because I'm obviously not very good at that. But also to go in, is it is it a dolphin or a dauphin? Uh, uh, yeah, is a, I think it must have been an L29 dolphin that you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, you don't have one of those anymore, but I've got an L39, so you're welcome to come back and try again when you're ready. Jesus but, um Unbelievable yeah. that experience. Talk to us about that experience in that jet fighter. Like, it went literally vertically up into the sky at one point, which was insane. Yeah, no, it is crazy. Look, there's obviously a massive difference from like what I normally do in aerobatic uh, type aircraft. You know, yeah. they turn the corner very, very quickly, so the G's a lot less sustained. But, you know, if you put yourself in a jet, you're carrying a lot more momentum, a lot more speed. So the transition from horizontal flight to, say, vertical flight might not be at 8 or 10 G, but it might be 4 G. But the time that you have to hold the G is a lot longer. So what I normally find is that the oaks actually tend to either black out or start graying out um, with the jet rather than they do with the aerobatic airplane just because they aren't familiar with the breathing techniques or aren't able to hold the sustain G for so long. So okay, they are very, very let's different. Just, let's just take a, pa a pause there. So someone's listening and going, what? On, I mean, there's so many different things one could think of G was. <laughs> um, let me not even go there. But when you talk about a G, what are you talking about and what is that? So G is the force on your body or on, on any sort of um, any aspect of um, of what's inside the plane because obviously everything feels G but obviously no one's able to feel it and explain it other than a human. So G is mass times acceleration and you get both positive G and you get negative G. 
So say, for instance, for ease of use, say you weigh 10 kilograms and you're pulling 10 G, so pulling being positive G, so it feels like somebody's taking their hands, putting them on your shoulder and, and pushing you down from the top, you know, that would accentuate your body mass by 10 times. And the same applies if it was negative G, except somebody would literally be taking their hand and putting it on your butt and trying to push you from your bum out of the cockpit. So that's negative G. So (laughs) to put it in perspective, if you had to pull, the blood is obviously moving away from your head. And if you have to push, the blood is moving to your head. So the difference there is you get blackout with positive G and you get red out with negative G. But uh, yeah, that's obviously if you're pushing it to the proper extreme. And I, and I must say, you do feel, I mean, I think I was on a positive G because I felt that push into my body, like really, really hard. But my head just went all kind of black spots in front of my eyes and that kind of thing. Yeah, no, exactly. Well, that's the blood moving away from, from your head. And that's the initial sign. So you sort of start seeing these little spots. You start seeing the like the gray aspect and then eventually you know that could turn into to g-lock as well which would put you essentially unconscious which i imagine requires you as a pilot to uh really train and you probably have to take breathing exercises how do you handle that uh, there's only one way. I mean, everyone, you know, it's a, it's a question which gets asked all the time, you know. So yeah. the, the best way to explain is like a runner or a cyclist. The, the only way you're going to get better and be able to do better times and further, further distances is actually by doing the exercise or sport that you do. So yeah. time in the saddle is the best. And, yeah, there is specific breathing techniques. But, you know, generally speaking, when you're at the controls, you very, very seldom even think about it. But you're so used to it from flying repetitively that, you know, it just happens naturally. So it's the famous 1,000 hours to become an expert. When you mm. talk about the work that you do, Patrick, I mean, aerobatics, and you have just clinched to this title, is so much about being able to do tricks, I suppose, <laughs> for the best, for want of a better word, in the air. What is it that you're actually doing up there if you're in a biplane or a, or a different kind of plane? And I imagine it is a very different plane that's doing tricks as to one that's like a small jet fighter. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So the biplanes are, have become a little bit antiquated. Um, yeah. So like the new modern-day um, aerobatic-type airplanes or monoplanes, um, you know, they have a lot more carbon, whereas the other airplanes were built of, you know, timber frames and things like that. So they're able to sustain and take a lot more punishment and, you know, and have a longer lifespan than what those older airplanes do. But, um, yeah, I mean, the capabilities of these new modern-day aerobatic airplanes is absolutely incredible. And there's different disciplines, the same as what there is in, in pretty much any sport, I guess, is that you've got competition aerobatics where the easiest way to explain it is you've got a panel of judges and you present the airplane to do a specific sequence in front of these judges. And it's literally like ballet. They mark you down for over-rotations. They have a copy of your sequence. Um, so if you're not vertical, if you're like two degrees off, they mark you down like six points, et cetera, et cetera. So it's literally like ballet. Then the freestyle is just literally they mark you on how out of control and how cool the plane looks and, you know, what sort of presentation you can put on. But it's 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 not structured. It's, uh, you know, it's something that you as a pilot puts you know, in place as a sequence and then yes. you've got to just try and make them wow and then they'll mark you on that. And then obviously the you know outside of that you got the air shows and stuff which is a bit um, a bit of a different thing completely. 
So are you spending all your uh, pocket money, all your earnings, all your day-to-day work, uh, finance earnings, uh, flying planes? Because it can't be, uh, or it must be, an expensive hobby and an expensive sport. Yeah, look, it is It is a massively expensive sport. Um, so we, as in myself and my brother, we actually operate a business where we buy and sell aircraft as well. And, you know, as much as it is expensive, these things also need to move. You know, it's the same as anything. You leave your car in a garage for two months, <coughs> excuse me, and you go back there yeah. and the tires are flat and the batteries are flat and then you've got a hose that pops. And airplanes are no different. They need love and care and attention. And to be honest with you, they want to be flown. So, yeah, my rule is uh, every two weeks. Patrick? Oh, I think we lost him there. Patrick Davidson, pro athlete. He just clinched the uh, SA Nationals 2022 Aerobatic Championship. And we thought we'd just give you a little mm, taste of what that could sound like. There's nothing better than the theater of imagination when it comes to radio.